What's up, buddy? Welcome. Glad you're here. Here's what we're doing. As we approach season three of the Hungry for Wisdom podcast, I'm going to do a mini series on how to learn. And we're going to release these daily rather than uh, the normal schedule of releasing a full episode weekly. These are just going to be mini micro episodes. Uh, actually, we pre-recorded one of them, and it was almost as long as uh, a, uh, a regular episode. But you're going to love it. The interview was great, and uh, you should look forward to that. But uh, we're going to do how to learn in little snippets because that's one of the questions that I get um, a lot, you know, and, and so do all of us uh, pastors. Is just like, how do you guys you know, fit that much Bible in your head. And we're like, yo, we cheat. So I'm going to show you the cheat. I'm, I'm going to give you the cheat code. You all you, you classically trained nineties gamers. I'm going to give you the cheat codes for this. We're going to crack it. And uh, I'm going to show you guys how I learned Th- this first um, episode is really just going to be a, a snippet. It's going to be a thought, but before I get down to uh, framing the subject of learning for you, I want to give a shout out to Three Nails Bibles. Uh, my man Paul over there does Bible rebinds, Bible covers, things like that. And I hold in my hand as we speak. You can't see it because this is all on audio, but the thing is uh, like bloody sweet. Trust me. I hold in my hand my LSB, my Legacy Standard Bible that Paul at Three Nails Bibles rebound for me in kangaroo skin, brown textured kangaroo skin with a uh, gold stitched lining and I think that's lambskin on the inside just gorgeous gold leaf pages beautiful stuff so uh, if you need a bible rebind if your your bible that you've had forever is falling apart but you're not ready to get rid of it yet because it's just part of you now uh, send it over to uh, Paula Three Nails Bibles appreciate you dog let's get into it here how to learn this is our uh, preseason wisdom warm-up in episode one how to learn and I just want to tell you that I'm not even going to give you a tip on this episode I'm going to tell you this it is not always time to do a lot of learning, okay? And I, I tell you this for a couple of reasons. Number one, because I want to I liberate you, right? Some people are like, man, I wish I had more time for this and that, whatever. But, you know, also because as I say this, people are going to listen and say, oh, that's great. I could, you know, I'm going to go through these episodes and I can read more and I can learn more and this is going to be good. And you're going to be tempted to let other primary things drop. And so I just want to like give you a heads up right up front. It's not always time to do a bunch of learning. There's times in life, there's phases in life to lean into it. And then there's times to just put your nose to the grindstone and work all the extra hours that you got to work these days. Or, you know, be that stay-at-home mom and just mom really hard and intensely for a few years, you know? Or, um, you know, if you're a single mom, you're putting your work in, right? If you if you let uh, other things drop in order to pursue your desire to learn, then what you gain from the learning is not going to be as valuable as the things that you let drop, very likely. So, you know, if you can't spend all the time you want reading or contemplating or reflecting or whatever, like, it's okay, man. You can, you can put, you can build your life over time around what's important to you. And you will always make time for what's important to you, but you got to understand that sometimes what is important thrusts itself upon you and it's okay. I, Look, I've, I've done this wrong, okay? This is, um, they say that every rule is written in blood. This one's written in blood. And I cost my wife something on this. So years ago, um, I suppose it wasn't that many years ago, really. We had, uh, we had a, just a house full of little kids. And we still do, but some of them are getting older now. And we weren't even done having our kids yet. And they're all really close together. So it was like, you know, I would, I would get home and, you know, her, her, her hair was, you know, how stay at home mom hair gets sometimes. And the kids are dangling each other off of balconies at three years old. That's an exaggeration. CPS, don't call me. It's not literally true. Um, you know, but I'm talking the, the whole, the whole bit, right? Multicolored body fluids all over the wall. And I'm just like, man, 
My wife could use a break, I'm sure. So I, I thought to myself, you know, I know that adult conversation is a precious commodity to her right now because she doesn't get enough of it. She probably wants to, like, read and stuff, too. So I told her, hey, honey, you know, this time in the week or a couple times a week, whatever it was, I said, look, I'll take the kids. You just go and do do whatever you do, man. Listen to an audio book or read a book or, you know, read the Bible or a devotion or a, a, a fiction novel or I mean, a cookbook. I don't care. Just feed your brain with something because I'm sure that'll feel good. Well, without knowing it, what I was doing there was putting pressure on her. I gave her another to-do item. And she never told me this, but I was just kind of reading the room and some of these conversations we were having. And I think what I did was I, I put pressure on her to have another thing to check off. And it was like, okay, now now to be successful, I have to take care of myself, be successful in my job in life, right? I got to do this self-care stuff, which included something that was my idea and not hers. And what I learned over the years was it was just not time in life for her to kick her feet up and be reading. And that's okay, right? That's good. There's a lot of dignity in everything that she was doing instead of reading books. And had she um, moved away from those things, then she would have lost more than she gained for sure. So I just want to say that like whatever phase of life you're in, if it's tough to spend as much time as you want, you can change that over the long haul with intentionality and all that. Fine. But don't beat yourself up, guys. Uh, You know, and, and by the way, this is straight out of, you know, the, the wisdom books in the Bible, right? This is the Hungry for Wisdom podcast. Well, check out what Solomon said in uh, Ecclesiastes, uh, what is it, 12, I believe. He says, you know, the, the writing of books is endless, right? And, and um, actually, let me just look this up real quick. I should have done this beforehand. One of the, one of the lessons in learning is prepare, learn to prepare. There you go. So, the, the writing of many books is endless, and excessive devotion to books is wearying to the body. Right? So there is a way to chase information and knowledge and learning and wisdom to chase it so hard that you just burn yourself out and you kind of wind up sorry you had it. So don't, don't be doing that. But, uh, you know, other than that, the other thing I want you to know is that I'm, I'm the one doing this little mini-series, the, this, you know, preseason wisdom warm-up thing on how to learn, but I'm probably not the best guy to to show you or teach you all of this stuff because I'm not like a professional academic. I wasn't classically trained in information acquisition. I mean, I went to school, I got the degrees and whatever, but for me, that was like, that was a means to an end, right? School wasn't, it wasn't like my thing. I wasn't just absorbing everything. I I was going through it to get to the end of it and then get on with, you know, music and in the case of music school or ministry in the case of seminary or whatever. So, you know, some people just love school. They love the process of writing papers and formatting stuff and whatever. That was not me. So I'm kind of a, when it comes to learning, I'm kind of redneck about it. I'm a little bit piecemeal about it. Uh, my, my learning tower looks a little more like multicolored Legos than it does like an actual professionally architectured edifice, you know, but what, you know, one, one thing that I do get to do is I do get to do a lot of learning, right? I mean, as pastors, we have to have constant information input because we're always teaching and you can't give out what you haven't taken in. And so we always have to be learning and we have to be learning about a lot of different stuff, right? So I've got to be, you know, not on the, the, the scholarly level or anything, but on the amateur level, on the, the street level, I, I got to be a, a theologian, an exegete. I got to be a linguist. I got to be a historian. I've got to be a, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, music guy just from from a past life and all of that. Uh, there's sociology, there's a little bit of psychology involved. There's all sorts of different stuff that, that you know, I got to be conversant in, in order to take the text and apply it to the people in my care. So 
learning is something I get to do a lot of. But as I show you how to do this, this is going to be the poor man's learning. This is going to be the common man's learning. If you go to um, pursue a PhD in education or something like that, then you're going to come back and listen someday to these podcasts and you're going to be like, wow, my pastor was a bumpkin. So I'm just telling you right up front, I'm a, I'm a bumpkin, guys. That's just what I am. But we are bumpkins who are going to take in a whole lot of information. So I'll hit you on the next episode. We'll release it tomorrow and we'll get into some tips, tricks, tools, all the good stuff on uh, preseason wisdom warmups. Hungry for Wisdom is a ministry of Grace and Truth Community in West Richland, Washington. You can find out more about us on our app, social media, or at graceandtruthcommunity.com. We love Him because He first loved us.